Hey, girl, hey. Happy Black Friday. I hope that you're listening to this um, as you're having a chill morning, drinking some coffee and enjoying your tidying up in the kitchen. Or maybe you're in the car and you're heading out for shopping or taking a break. So thanks for being here and thanks for listening. And I want to celebrate before we get started. This is the second part of the Holiday Awareness Blueprint. I told you there was going to be two parts. This is part two. And I want to thank you very much for your reviews. We do have a winner. Miss Jennifer won the review. So you get an hour with me to really set up a battle plan and design this next season for you, alcohol-free or at least reduced drinking. Uh, I know that that is a goal of yours. I've sent you an email and I'm so excited to talk to you. And I wanted to read one of the reviews that came through just to just share my gratitude and thankfulness throughout this season. It says, just what I needed. As a Christ follower, sometimes deciding to take the step as being quote unquote sober can sometimes be terrifying. Even if it's just in our head, we're always worried about the judgment from other sisters and brothers in Christ. A week ago, I decided to take a huge step and drastically cut back slash quit alcohol to clear my head and be able to focus on Jesus and his word. I searched for sober parenting and all I could find was information for recovering drug addicts or other addictions that I didn't feel like really fit my journey. I stumbled across Michelle's podcast, and I'm slightly embarrassed to say that I have been binge listening every day since. When I wake up in the morning when the kids are stressing me out and I've had a bad afternoon, I know I can turn her on and relate to her so easily. Thank you for putting out such amazing podcasts that so many of us need and desperately desire, but until now have a hard time finding. Wow. (laughs) That makes me emotional because I'm here to speak the truth, to be vulnerable, to be real, and to let you know that you're not alone. And I have seen a lot of the same. There's a lot of stuff out there that are having these conversations about being sober, um, which is fine. We can use that language too. And because the Bible says it, be sober-minded, right? But there's just so much more. Like it's true alcohol freedom. And I had a friend just tell me the other day what she noticed about me and my message was, she's like, you know, I know a lot of people that talk about recovery. I know a lot of people who support and help other people, but it still comes from a place from her perception of like, it's still a struggle. And she goes, what I see that's so different about you is that you're truly set free and it just doesn't have any value. Like it doesn't have any pull. It doesn't bother you. You can be around it. You know, I was just around it recently at our salon party and that is so true. And that's why I want you to continue listening, continue taking steps, continue messing up, quote unquote, having blips and failures. It is okay because That is the process and that is the journey that will get you to true freedom. So if that's what you're looking for and you want to go bigger than just like being without drinking, if you really want to dig deep and remove a lot of the junk that's got you hooked to your past, guilt, shame, if you want to really set up your environments and really dig deep in your values and just create this life by design, then I'm your girl. So reach out to me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com when you're ready. I would love to have a conversation and you can set up that one hour coaching session. And if you're not ready, just keep listening 
until you are. Okay. And we'll dive right into the episode. Thank you. I hope you had a beautiful Thanksgiving and I love you. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing. Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal. Quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. All right, so in part one, we really talked about setting up the vision, making a decision, really working on the follow through, the awareness of the holidays, and all that good stuff. Well, how'd you do? How did it go? Today, we're going to talk about what's next, okay? We're going to talk about taking inventory and what does that mean as far as reflection goes, okay? So I really want you to sit back this weekend and just take some time. I mean, 20 minutes, that's all I'm asking. I know there's a lot going on, but I also feel like this is a weekend where after the the hustle and bustle of Thanksgiving, you do have some downtime. Maybe you're decorating, things like that. Just, Just slip away. Take some quiet time for yourself. And I really want you to take some inventory of your thoughts and your feelings, right? So what was great? What was not so great? There is a lot of people listening to these specific episodes that don't drink, that really just needed some preparation for the holidays. And I'm welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And I do want to speak to you, sister, the one who did drink, or maybe you didn't. We want to, we want, I want both of you. I want you to look at, did you drink? How much? What do you remember? How do you feel about it? Just explore this process, okay? Did you set a goal to drink less? Did it work out? Awesome. How did you feel about that? Do you feel a little stronger now? Did you drink more than you wanted? How did that work out? Do you feel guilty? Or what are you struggling with? Like, just map all this out. And here's what I want you to do is go back to that brain dump, the thought download process, dump it down on paper in your journal. Then that way, it's just, I want it to just come out. I don't want you to judge it. I don't want you to assess it right now. I just want you to get it out. Then you can go in and ask these questions. So obviously brain dump first. Then you can say, hmm, okay, what did I learn? from this, from this situation, from the holidays, from family time? What did I learn about myself? What did I learn about myself these last couple of days? What did I learn about my boundaries? Did I clearly have them? Did I uphold them? Did I communicate them? Were they broken by someone that I love? What did I do? How did I respond? This is going to be the 20 minutes full, right? I want you to sit down and use these questions. Go back and play this and pause it. Do what I did back in the day when you had like no lyrics now that just comes up on your music. I would play the tape and I'd write down the lyrics and I'd hit pause (laughs) and then play it, 
pause, write down the lyrics. So do that here if you can, okay? Really take the time to write down these questions. Here's a few more. Am I pleased with how I showed up? Are you pleased with yourself? Is there anything that you're not pleased with? Write it down. Then we can look at it later, okay? How did I show love to others? It's a time of thanksgiving and connection. How did I do that? How did I show love? What true connections did I make? Was I fully present so that I could make connections? What would I change if I could? Is there anything that you're like, oh man, I really wish I wouldn't have snapped at this person or, you know, I really wish I would not have drank that much. Okay. We're just looking and analyzing and this is all very normal if you want to grow. Now, if you're not interested in growing, then don't even bother doing this. Because that's what we've been doing. So that's part of the insanity, right? We've just been in reactionary mode. We say we're going to do something and then we don't do it. We say we're going to come back and we don't. We say we're not going to drink and we do. And we keep going and we keep going and we keep going. So if you want to continue that path and you want to stay stuck, then just keep doing it. But I'm speaking to the women who are here really trying and deciding to put in the work. Did I rely on myself or God? There's a question too. When you look at how you showed up, how you connected, what you did or what you didn't do, did you rely on self or God? Okay. Then I want you to really think about, we talked about this ahead of time, what was going on in your body. Did you really go into your body? Were you triggered by something? By who? What did you make it mean? Were you activated? Was there something that happened that activated you? Because here's the thing. This is what I have learned. Typically, when there is a trigger in the moment that has, when I say, y'all know what I mean when I say activated. I know you do. Like you can just feel it. We've talked about triggers before. Like it just zips up your spine, tingling in your neck, heart may begin to race, things like that. It's a chemical, like physical reaction in your body. Well, more than likely, that is an anchor from a belief that you have, right? And I'm going to give you an example not sharing any names, but I spoke with a friend of mine and we were kind of talking about this. Well, and she listened to the episode and she loved it. And the first part one, she said, listen, this is an experience that I've had before. So what do I do? Like typically, you know, there's communications up front, the boundaries are set, but in the moment, sometimes her husband would get kind of wrapped up in the the hustle and bustle or wrapped up in the fun of the family party. Maybe everybody's dancing. Maybe people are drinking, things like that. And she needs something or she tries to get his attention and he doesn't hear her. And so then what happens is she gets really frustrated and then she starts to believe, well, I'm no fun. I must be the party pooper. But here's what happened. The more we talked, the more we realized that that was an anchor from the past in the beginning of their marriage that Now they have to come to different compromises within the family, but she has labeled herself as, I'm no fun, I'm the party pooper, and he doesn't hear me. And I can totally relate to not being heard. That is one of my, that's one of my weak points, is that even with my children, I have conflict with one of them more than the others, and that's usually the conflict is like, the not doing what I've asked them to do, or uh, you didn't say that, or I forgot. And so I have that belief. It's like, 
oh, heck no, I'm not being heard. And I don't like the way that feels because I work very hard to communicate, right? So we have to unhook from that stuff as well and realize that we can't hold them accountable for our emotions when we're the ones hanging on to the false beliefs, right? Because more than likely, he's just in the moment, he's having fun. It's not that he's not hearing her on a deeper level. He's just really not aware of how important this is to her right now because it hasn't been clear, okay? So I said that example to help you with the back end of this, because here's what needs to happen after you take all the time that you need to go through this inventory, how everything went. And I hope that you have a big list of what was great. I really hope you do. I hope you have an awesome list of that. And I hope you have a few things that were not so great because I know you're here because you want to grow and you want to work on them. Okay. So this is the next part. So this is where I want you to learn how to clearly communicate. Now we've talked about boundaries. I'm going to go deeper and more. And just so you know, too, a lot of this, this next level stuff is inside of the Stop Drinking Boot Camp. We just finished up before Thanksgiving. I'm going to have an episode soon with the women that did it. And it was so awesome. They learned so much. They had so much growth. They have all the tools that they need to be successful. And none of us are perfect. Okay, but here's what's cool is you have these things you can take with you and continue to work on. And boundaries was a big one because a lot of times we misunderstand how that works. So if you're interested at all, at all, in the Stop Drinking Boot Camp is coming again in January, you better get signed up. So go ahead and email, email me about that too. Okay, Coach Michelle Porterfield at gmail.com. But here's what I want you to learn right now. I want you to learn to communicate. Okay. So let's take this situation that I was telling you about my friend. So what we're going to do, we're going to clearly communicate. And there's a step-by-step process. First, we need to state the fact. Then we need to state what we made it mean, our thoughts and our judgment. Then we need to share like, wow, how did that make me feel? And then desires. Because here's what typically happens. We get upset and we're like, I cannot believe you weren't listening to me. Like you didn't even hear me when I said, I'm feeling tired, I have a headache and I want to go. And you just totally disrespected me, made me look like a fool, and now I got to be the bad guy, right? That's normally in our nature how we would respond. Well, raise your hand if that's ever got you anywhere. (laughs) And no hands are raised. Gotcha. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to state the facts. Let's use this example. When we were in the middle of this get-together at your family, I tried to get your attention and I didn't see any response from you, okay? That is a fact from her perspective, not like you didn't hear me because that wouldn't be a fact because maybe he did, right? But you got to try to state it as clear, as factual as possible. Then, then you say what your judgments were. I made it mean that you were ignoring me and that you didn't care about my feelings, Okay, that's the judgment. Then the next step is it made me feel, it made me feel really small. It made me feel like a party pooper and unheard. Okay, then the last part is what I really desire is for us to have a clear signal of communication or when I come over to talk to you that you look me in my eyes and really hear what I have to say because it is very important to me. Does that make sense? 
nothing about that was pointing fingers, told him he did anything wrong, or judgy towards him. It is really just owning your new, you know what, owning your stuff, right? So, for example, I'll use this. Let's see if I can come up with something about my one of my kids that I'll say, listen, I came into your room. I asked you to go downstairs and clean out the dishwasher. And you said, yes, ma'am. That's the facts. Because I know that that happened. My thoughts were, when I realized that you didn't, I made it mean that you didn't care about my rules, that you felt that it, that it was your choice to just not do what I asked you to do, and then the feelings. It made me feel really hurt and angry because that was also a judgment of like, it made me feel like you were disrespecting me. So then my desire would be, hey, in the future, when I ask you to do something and you communicate to me, I would love it if you would just go ahead and, and do it right then to follow through so that it, it happens. Okay, that was kind of chunky, but I hope you get what I'm saying because a lot of times too with children, it's a matter of a focus thing. That's my biggest struggle with this one. Like it's just a focus thing, like walk out of the room and they totally forget. And so it's me learning. But I think the part of it that I really want you to understand is anytime you're communicating, we want to take out words like you should, you have to, you met, you know, anything where you're pointing the finger and we're going to dive in this a little deeper um, down the road so you can really understand it. And we can even do several examples, but I want you to look at it. I want you to write this down on your paper after all your questions, after you've assessed everything that's been going on after the holiday. And then I want you to say, how do I communicate to my partner? Or how do I communicate to my mother? I know that our mothers are a big deal. That's a whole nother coaching session. <laughs> you know, like sometimes we have to just go at that a little different. And um, I feel you if you're struggling with your mom out there. Sometimes we just have to really take some extra deep breaths. Okay. I love you, sister. I see you. All right. Then we're going to write down the page. What are the facts? That's number one. Number two is what were my thoughts and judgment about the facts? Number three, how did it make me feel? What are all my feelings? Mad, sad, not glad, straight up ticked off. And what are my desires? What do I really, really desire and need to communicate to this person? Okay. I hope you have an awesome weekend. Love you, love you, love you. And I will see you next week. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.